You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Danica. So one of the most frequently asked questions we get when you're a sex worker is how do relationships work? And today we are joined by Riley's partner, Michael, to chat about his thoughts on that matter. Mike is a quiet brewer from Ontario and has been with Riley since April 2020. He has reluctantly agreed to be on the podcast today due to a last minute cancellation and we pretty much just forced him to be here. So that's fine. He's happy about it. So how does our reserved guy from the East Coast end up with and put up with an awkward stripper with a, let's be honest, horrific laugh? Thank you for so much for joining us, Mike. Oh, of course. <laughs> Riley's here too. Not big guy. <laughs> so, firstly, you guys have been together since April 2020, but how long have you known each other for? Uh, we've known each other for probably going on about three years. Uh, we met at work, um, at the brewery that I work at, um, and... Yeah, we kind of knew each other but then, and but kind of started talking a little bit more maybe about a year and a half ago. Okay. He's being modest. I remember starting at the brewery, and I thought he was very cute, and I asked him for a beer uh, after work when we finished at the same time. And uh, he, yeah, we were just, like, chatting about traveling and stuff, and then he dropped the, like, oh, my girlfriend card. <laughs> oh, yeah, like he had a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the time I was... Uh, was a home record! <laughs> <laughs> really playing the stereotypes here. <laughs> uh, no, I patiently waited. A week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then I left Bridge, but we kind of kept in contact. And then you moved back to Ontario. Yep. And things ended with your um, partner. <laughs> Scheming. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we started chatting... Uh, kind of during lockdown and a little bit before that. And I made him uh, join a trivia team with me that was going yeah, on I remember. during I I want to be on the group. I know. I, <laughs> girl, I was trying to get my oh, ins. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I, I hate like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he moved back out here in April. And the rest and is history. <laughs> and he made the terrible decision to let me live with him during quarantine. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, okay, so I was going to ask how you guys met, but you guys met at the brewery where you guys both worked. Yeah. Cool. And then when did you find out that Riley was a stripper? Because were you stripping at the time when you were with at the brewery? Uh, I was working for a PR company, and then... No, it was the year after that that I started in the club, but I was doing PR work. Okay, so you already yeah you were in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you find that out, Mike? And how did that conversation go? Uh, it probably wasn't until you'd already left the brewery uh, mm-hmm. that I found that out. Um, I think you were there having a beer with another friend, and I think that's when I found out. And it was just kind of yeah, it just kind of came up, and yeah, oh, the yeah. conversation was kind of I don't know, there was nothing. Special about the conversation. <laughs> okay, was it like a client or was it like a no? Or it was a girlfriend of mine. Yeah, like also in the industry, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 And then, how was your um, like initial reaction or your thoughts when you heard? It? And how did you tell? Him? You were just like, oh, "I'm a stripper." I guess it just came up in conversation, and I didn't think much of it. Yeah, yeah. I think you had been doing the uh, like the deal, the poker or mm-hmm. whatever before, um, so I kind of knew that, and so it didn't seem like it didn't take me off guard or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And you guys weren't dating at this time, now, right? No. no. Okay, okay, okay. 
So Mike, before you two met, what was your, like the picture in your head you had of like what like a stripper or a sex worker would be? Yeah, it was um, pretty, um, I didn't have a whole lot of inside knowledge on the industry. So it was, it was pretty yeah, much frequent, frequenting it every, every Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So it was when I would hear the term something like sex worker, I'd assume like, um, like prostitute or like stripper or something like, like pretty cut and dry. I didn't really realize there were so many other avenues inside that were like characterized as sex worker. Right. Right. Yeah. Like the umbrella term kind of yeah. idea. Um, so did Riley fit the picture in your head of what you thought a stripper like would act like or look like or be like when you first met her? Um, not the whole like overblown portrayal that you'd kind of get like media portrayal kind of thing, right? Of, and what is uh, that portrayal, Mike? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know, dressed to the nines all the time or like, I don't know, everything about money and stuff like that. And uh, oh, He's describing someone. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm going to guess, like, fake boobs, fake lips. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair. The, the whole, like, uh, yeah, music video version or, like, movie version. How rude. Right? <laughs> they are deciding to vacuum um, La Hallway. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> On a holiday, too. Like. Right? On a family. <laughs> Find your family. Right? <laughs> you got no friends, loved ones. Um, okay, no, that's totally fair. I... I will take that as a compliment that I, <laughs> I uphold the stripper aesthetic. <laughs> so, um, okay, have you listened? This is not a trick question, but kind of. Um, yeah. Have you listened to the podcast? <laughs> Are uh, you a fan? <laughs> I did actually listen to a couple episodes as I was driving back out from Ontario to BC. Oh, did you? Yeah. Like, that was, I guess, before you guys started dating then? Yes. yes. Okay, because I yeah. remember me and Riley talking about it when... I was trying to not let her date you and because um, I want her all to myself and um, she was saying that you weren't sure if you wanted to listen to it because was that correct something about how you wanted him to like kind of get or you were kind of uncomfortable because it was kind of like reading a diary and yeah I kind of like that like it was obviously super interesting and again I didn't have a whole lot of knowledge of the industry so I, I was really interested in listening to that side of things but a lot of the personal stuff about Riley was stuff that I feel like I would have liked to just learn as a, a relationship Again, group kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's like threw him in the deep end. I'm like, if you were fine with this, you're fine with me. <laughs> I know, 100%. No, that's fair. I think it one is- of the, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, one of, the, one of the first questions was, um, like, what was it? Would you rather swim through a pile of bodies or <laughs> oh, yeah. something like that? That was pretty good. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, we should bring those back. <laughs> I did like that one. And one that was like bird poop in your mouth and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call back to like Jesus. the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Wow, Mike, you are a true fan. <laughs> I Day knew one. it. <laughs> right? Um, it's like in those like memes where it's like the two people off the side of the balcony like cheering you on. It's like your, your two fans are like, yes. Like, <laughs> it's just Mike. Um, okay. So now that Riley is um, a reoccurring guest on the show. You haven't... I'm not calling you a co-host. <laughs> Simmer down. I know you're like, what will she say? A recurring guest. Um, listeners are starting to get, like, a pretty, I think, good idea or a better idea of um, who Riley uh, Devine is. Yeah, carry on. You're good. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. Divine Devine. Um, I'm just like, who knows? Yeah, it's really up, you know, up in there, day to day. Okay, so how, if all, does the Riley you've grown to know... Um, differ from what you heard on the podcast? Uh, I don't think there's there's much of a difference. She's 
pretty honest and well-spoken uh, about all these issues. That is my editing skills. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, a couple more laughs in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd say, like, again, I, had, I didn't listen to a whole lot of the podcast, and I, I made that clear, the, like, when I stopped listening to it, too, that we'd probably talk about this stuff more when I got up here, kind of thing. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, so you've obviously met like a lot of her friends. Do her friends fit what you thought a sex worker was? Um, again, without having like a exact idea of what it was, it's one of those things where um, there's certain conversations that are more like, like I don't know, leaning towards like what I thought it would be more about, like when, when it's work talk kind of stuff, but like on a day to day basis, not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. What's an example of that? <laughs> Oh, um, it's gonna add us so hard right now. <laughs> sorry, he's gonna add us so hard. like they just shit talk their clients. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what it is. Like it's it's the same. I don't know, not the same problems you have at any line of work, but there's obviously going to be like issues that come up repetitively. So you, you hear about those a little bit more. Um, and yeah, again, just kind of the day to day grind of of doing the job kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't what? think of any specific examples necessarily, <laughs> but it's it's usually talking about bad like bad clients or s- stuff like that. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah, um, we I mean we do do that <laughs> a <laughs> lot. Um, so when your friends ask what Riley does for work or your family, uh, what do you tell them? Uh, it, it depends on the friend. I kind of tailor it to that a little bit. Like, I'm not, like, hiding anything necessarily, but, like, my, my core group of friends definitely knows uh, her line of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have not told my family yet. Ooh! <laughs> I, I actually asked him not to tell his family. Yet. Okay. And the reasoning being? Because uh, I've spoken to them maybe two or three times over Zoom. I assume um, your family is in Ontario? In Ontario, okay. yeah. Yeah, and especially because I'm not going over there and making a good impression. I just kind of wanted to give myself the best chance to like, um, yeah, make a good impression and then change their mind of what a sex worker is, right? Not a surprise, yeah. I'm a whore. Not like have them perhaps have all these preconceived things about what a sex worker is before getting to know me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tricking them, I see, I see. Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Absolutely. Conning them. Yeah. Um, how... What do you think your family would think? Uh, I think they're they're pretty open minded um, for the most part, um, especially my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think that's a pretty good like not an idea, but like a, having kind of those preconceived notions kind of squashed by meeting the person first, um, kind of puts more of a face and personality forward yeah. instead of like the job description forward kind of thing. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, quick side note, my god, you have a lot of fish tattoos. I do. I've never <laughs> <laughs> I have never noticed before, but you have like a lot of fish on your on your body. <laughs> little fish riding a bicycle. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, saw that, saw that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Back to it. Uh, we'll get back to that later. <laughs> Not one fish pick. It's true. Wow. <laughs> You're doing it right. <laughs> do you fish? Uh, I do. Okay. <laughs> and you bike. I get it. Yeah. Um, so, um, how do you plan to navigate that conversation with the family when it comes up? Are you just going to kind of sit, like, sit back and let Riley kind of take the reins with it? Or are you going to hopefully, like, hope to, like, preface it by, like, you 
being like, hey, Riley has something to tell you. Be nice. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> she home, but she's going to tell you herself. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys think you'll, like, navigate that? And do you have, like, a timeline of, of when you want to? Not really. I haven't really put much thought into it because it's it's nothing that – it doesn't really trouble me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't see there being a negative reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if, if you have any other thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I would just like to meet them in person first, I think, mm-hmm. and then have it come up kind of naturally, not for it to be, like, An a whole coming out thing, <laughs> right? Because yeah. usually, like, so they have an after you do for work? Well, they do, but I, I, like, I just say I'm in school, or they've asked me what I'm doing during so quarantine. you lie. <laughs> no, I'm in school. Half truth. <laughs> um, right. And, you know, I'm working as an RA at the moment as well, so I've just kind of told them that. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Cool, okay. cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> from when you two uh, first started dating to now, uh, how has your knowledge on sex work changed? Uh, drastically, yeah. Like I said, I had that kind of, just that image of, like, the two streams of, of what the work would be, uh, just to see how much, uh, like, subsets there are inside of sex work. Um, and, again, pretty good at asking questions about stuff that I'm unsure of. Um, and yeah, just kind of getting more of a, a basic idea of all the inner workings of it as well. And like, that it's not just like, okay, you go to the club and this happens. There's all these other steps in between and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, all these different revenues where it is like private parties or anything like that, that I didn't really have like a working knowledge of before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you struggle with Riley's job sometimes? Um, how so and how do you get past it? I think like that's the biggest thing that we, when we talk to other sex workers or when we, me and Riley talk amongst ourselves about past relationships we've had, um, people tend to really struggle with the concept of dating someone whose job is to you know, sh- share a sexual aspect, whatever level that mm-hmm. of sharing happens on is a spectrum, but sharing that like intimacy with someone else. Um, do you struggle with Riley's job at all? And yeah, how, how so? Um, I'd say at the start of the relationship, maybe a little bit more. Um, and it wasn't necessarily like a struggle. It was just kind of um, a getting to know like the different schedule and stuff like that. Like that was almost the thing that was a little bit more um, like emotionally taxing, I guess, would be like like the on-call nature of it and stuff like that. Um, but, but again, I think we've had a pretty open dialogue and discussion of like boundaries and like what's going on like day-to-day working Mm. um and yeah i I don't know yeah i mean for sure especially with it being uh private parties only and uh especially after the club was closed you can't really create your own schedule so you're constantly i was like constantly on my phone looking for work and i think that that was just um i mean emotionally taxing for both of us but it just kind of you don't want someone that you're like trying to get to know always on their phone. I yeah. feel attacked. <laughs> As you just like sitting there typing. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but again, like I think the the biggest thing is always the like discussion, like having like an open like discussion about like what's going on. Like I think the more that we know about how we're feeling, um, really helps with that. So yeah, again, we had. Like kind of, I, I thought I had like certain boundaries going into it, and then like obviously those were those kind of change as as the relationship goes on as well. Mm-hmm. And having that kind of like working discussion of like 
I don't know, saying that I'm comfortable with something or not comfortable with something, like, and having someone open and receptive to it is, is huge. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what are some examples of things that you thought you would be comfortable with and aren't, or vice versa? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, again, having the discussion, going into it, um, being really open with each other about our feelings and kind of setting boundaries within that. Um, and yeah, again, some of the things that uh, I had the hardest time with, with, with things like uh, like seeking arrangements or something like that, where it's um, more intrusive of like our, our time together as opposed to uh, the other work, which is more separated, like separated to work time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, I think that's something we both said even too. Definitely I have said it before where like I find online stuff just even just tedious and draining for myself because right. it it is hard to like separate like this is my my time now that I'm not like I'm at my house like same with like when I used to do webcam I felt the same way like it felt more intrusive because right. it's now in my home and it's like my like I guess off time like I'm not leaving my house to go do the gig and then coming home and then like now I'm on a computer dealing with people yeah um and I felt the same thing with my partner when I was um like looking into seeking and stuff too he felt the same way where it was like can you put your phone down it's like or even just applying for gigs right mm-hmm. like people would be like oh can you put your phone down I like, like family dinner time my mom will always be like you know can we have your attention and I'm like well the thing is like I'm not working right now but if I don't if I'm not on my phone I might not be working this weekend now because I'm not applying right so um I totally get that like for people especially if you have like a nine to five or a job where you clock in and clock out of mm-hmm. like that kind of like always need to be available to someone else can feel very like intrusive in a in a partnership yeah for sure I totally totally get that yeah definitely something just to, that I had to get used to kind of thing and it's once you get in the rhythm of it again then it's it's just like anything else but a bit of an adjustment definitely yeah. and then yeah. do you like put time aside where you won't touch your phone or do, are you um, always checking to see gigs no uh, I mean when we weren't living together I um, I definitely uh, took I think it was like one maybe two nights off where I just wouldn't um, be on my phone too much mm-hmm. and it was typically a, a Sunday or a Monday night when gigs for the weekend aren't really coming up yet yeah yeah um, and now that we live together I don't know. I mean, what would you say? Do you think I'm always on my phone? Uh, I wouldn't say always on your phone. It's. I think you're. The thing is letting me like like into the conversation. Like I'm more aware of like why you're on your phone, and then mm-hmm. it's like if you're if it's something where you're like applying for gigs and stuff like that, or waiting to hear back on something, then it's. Again, it makes a little more sense. Like it's. Um, I don't feel as like I'm just sitting off to the side kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think, and again, like you brought up that now we're living together. So it's like, I get to see you more anyway. So our, our time together is more. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. More. <laughs> yeah. I think even just like, even taking it out of like sex work context, like when you're making dates with someone, even like if I roommate situation with a friend like if we were not roommates and we're having a lunch date I'm probably not going to be on my phone during that time because I have you know x amount of hours with them and I'm giving them my company but if I was their roommate yeah like we're gonna have movie nights where I'm on my phone most of the night it's like it's just that's just natural I think Mm -hmm. um and yeah like as you said communication is huge um so obviously you guys do talk about work in some regards um how how much do you guys talk about work and, and how much detail do you go into and uh how do you feel hearing about it? That's many questions. Many questions. <laughs> um, how much we talk about it? I definitely bitch to him about bad nights or good nights, but I don't t- 
typically, I mean, I don't think I go into that much detail, I, but I, I'm so open about it and we talk in so much detail to my friends that even maybe not much detail might be a lot of detail for you. I've never really checked in with you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just nice to be able to kind of decompress, but I also want to respect that you might not want to hear about my night. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think we have a good balance of you feel comfortable telling me anything. And then if there's anything additional that I want to know, I can ask you that. And I know that you're going to be honest with me. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of a good balance. And, and again, like end of the day, when you're talking about how your day was bad or whatever, it's just the same as any other job. It's slightly different, but it's, you start to see the same patterns of like, it's just a job. People <laughs> suck everywhere. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. We sort of have a don't, don't ask, don't tell policy, yeah. which is if he wants to ask me something then I'll tell him with honesty but if he doesn't want to hear about it I won't tell him I put that on him yeah yeah no I I that was how I was in a former relationship too and I found that was the best case um to be like when I need to tell someone something or I need to compress like I have my friends Mm -hmm. um because I found like if I went to them and said something about a really bad gig, their anxiety would peak my next gig because we are used to like having a shit night and bouncing back. Yeah. Right. But I feel like people that aren't in the industry, like, and because they care about you and love you, like they might take it even worse than you take it. Like, <laughs> cause that kind of rolls off our backs most of the time. Um, and then, yeah, when they obviously, when anxiety does strike and they need some clarification, um, knowing that they can come to you and that you're going to answer honestly, um, was like a huge thing too. Exactly. And it's just about consent both ways, right? Like, Mm -hmm. although your partner, you know, might be fine with you doing the job that you do, it doesn't necessarily mean that they want the nitty gritty details of it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just like respecting boundaries on both sides. Definitely. hundred percent. Um, do you worry Mike about the intimacy Riley has with clients impacting your relationship? Uh, I wouldn't say so, necessarily. Um, again, like I said, maybe more at the start of the relationship when I wasn't as... I didn't realize, that, like, the day-to-day kind of goings-on of the job. It's, it's like, it was a little bit more um, there. Um, but, no, I'd say, again, it's it's pretty obviously, like, a job. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not too concerned about that. I'm pretty happy with like how our relationship is and yeah. there's a lot of trust in it. So yeah. Like the more secure you become between you guys, yeah. like the less insecure you are about her job. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. Yeah. I also feel like, I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast as well as I live a very vanilla life when I'm not at a gig or yeah. at work. When you're not Riley. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, okay. So does Riley's job, have an impact on your intimate relationship? Sex. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't say so. Not that I've noticed. Um, like like any job, I feel like you come home from it and sometimes you're just not in the mood for anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's like judging uh, just like on a day-to-day basis kind of thing. Um, but I wouldn't say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For yourself, I guess it impacts you just as much. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like being in a relationship? Do you feel like being in a romantic relationship has impacted your work? And then, do you think your work impacts your romantic relationship? Yes and no. Good in one. that order, <laughs> uh, do I feel like 
work hasn't well sorry what was the first one do I feel like work has impacted my relationship yeah or do I feel like my okay you can choose yeah do I feel like my relationship has impacted my work like do you feel like you work differently now that you're in a romantic relationship I think so just because you have to divide your like there's only so much of your sexuality that you can spend Mm -hmm. and so it's making the balance to make sure that like I'm I can work and I'm doing well at work but also not expending myself so much that I have nothing left for my partner Mm -hmm. um and then also just having to have more structured like when I wasn't in a relationship I was working a lot more because I wasn't using my time for anything else Mm -hmm. um so I'm I mean it's hard to say because we got together during lockdown so you know clubs haven't been open so I haven't gotten into kind of that sort of schedule but yeah I think it does I think that's just normal like if you get into a relationship suddenly you're hanging out with your girlfriends a little bit less and Mm -hmm. um it's just kind of committing to nights off that you want to spend with your partner or um you know we go away quite a little bit so it's committing to that or balancing that out um do I feel like work has impacted my relationship not really I don't think I think it's you know created a lot of trust because I'm so open um with talking about it um and then yeah just like when I get home from my gig I don't really want to uh be sexually intimate with anyone but I felt like that before I was in a relationship mm-hmm. um so yeah I don't know how, did you find that it differed when you were in a relationship um I definitely I don't think being in a relationship impacted my work mm-hmm. like the my mental health being a little more taken care of because you had someone there who you knew cared about you and if you had a bad night and they were open to it you could talk about it and then they kind of like were softer with you for that night mm-hmm. as opposed to being single and coming home to no one and you've had a bad night and you just kind of sit in that mental state for a little bit I think and definitely like you and the other girls are very much there for me and we're all there for each other but um there is that kind of like spot for a um uh intimate relationship right that that adds a little more of that caretaking aspect to it yeah um so I think in that way there's a change but the biggest change I think would be my work on my romantic relationship Mm -hmm. because um yeah similar to what you just said when I had a bad night at a shift at the at uh the club or um at the PR gig um depending on like how how it was bad like if a guy was really rude I don't want to be around male energy like I found like it's nothing about the actual person it's just something about like male energy that I just didn't want to be around um or if I've been, like, worked back-to-back gigs, I just don't want to have, like, I have no sens- or like uh, social output to mm-hmm. give. I don't want to have to, like, talk to anyone. And when I come home, I want quiet. And then definitely the sexual aspect, too. If I've been doing dances and doing shows and being very, like, flirtatious and sensual all night, I don't really have that much sexual energy to give to a partner. Um, but like Mike said, like, it's a big thing is, like, communicating. Mm-hmm. Communicating that to your partner and, um, and having those boundaries of, like, how much you can tell them. And, and you both need to be... Um, being fulfilled in that sense of like he's not getting overloaded with your issues but he's also there to like help you go through them kind of thing yeah I do find it nice after being at a PR gig or um, something like that as you said doing a bunch of dances to 
come home and be touched by someone I actually want to be touched by. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And then even just like a hundred percent that, but also just like being adored by someone who sees you as more than just a pair mm-hmm. of tits. Do you know what I mean? Like that was a huge thing too. Like when I come home, I might not want you like, you know, fucking me, but I want you to like cuddle me. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of intimacy, like is so fulfilling after having someone just be like, you're so hot. Your fucking tits are so nice. <laughs> it's like, that's oh, great to hear. I paid for them. But like, yeah. you know, I also want to be like, I love your smile or, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have such a great mind. You're so funny. And like, I love your laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> Never heard that one. Have we? <laughs> no, we have not. Um, but that would be nice. <laughs> um, Realistic expectations. That, I you know. know. <laughs> My laugh partner will be out there somewhere. Um, it's me. It is you. Mike, give us a moment. <laughs> Exit stage left. Um, no, yeah, 100% though. Um, but I think, like, I think jobs always impact relationships. Like, if, you know, any high-stress job, like, you only have so much of yourself to give. Mm-hmm. You know, mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, yeah. But I think, I think sex work does add that extra layer for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and just with a regular job... If you're on call, if you're on call, but if you're going to spend the day with your partner, are you really going to pick up that extra shift or mm-hmm. go in because someone else is sick? Like the, you just weigh them up a little bit differently when you're in a relationship. Definitely. And I think it's super important too for your partner to acknowledge that it is a job. And I think that's, I see a lot of issues with partnerships because they're like, oh, do you have to work tonight? And it's like, well, I'm not doing that to you. Like if I was a lawyer or a doctor, you wouldn't have the audacity to be like, man, just don't take that. Like, yeah. don't take that call. Don't yeah. like, it's like, cause I want your new time. It's like, oh, this is how I pay my bills. Right. Like this is a job. Like, um, and just because we are, you know, independent contractors and we can make our own hours and what, what not have you, um, doesn't really give someone a right to like make those demands of you at the, at the literal cost of, you know, your paychecks and, and whatever. So now that you've been with a, it is me. Mike, how would you describe sex workers now? If someone were to be like, "What's a sex worker?" See how well Rat is trained. Pop <laughs> <laughs> quiz. Come on, we did this. I got you the cue cards. <laughs> Uh, yeah, again, like, like we've kind of said, like it is a job. So it's, I don't see that aspect of the job as being much different from anything else. Um, everyone is, everyone's on like just a personal level. Like, and again, I haven't like experienced going to like the club or anything like that. Like, I don't think that would necessarily change anything of my opinion, but I'm seeing people more on the day to day side of thing and like these are people that are now in my friend circle so it's it's just (laughs) 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 yeah again like I don't look at it any different than any other person working a job like yeah 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 um interesting question yeah um how I guess it's for Riley how would you (laughs) feel about him hiring a sex worker I would be open to it if he wanted to do that Interesting. Yeah. Would you want to know the person? This is me trying to get Ooh, a gig. So you always like always like my new client. Yeah. How would you go about that? I think it depends on why he wanted to hire a sex worker. Like if it was something that he wanted to try out that I wasn't offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could be open to that. You know. <laughs> Not that dick. 
Okay. No. <laughs> Mike is out. <laughs> you can edit that out. To my next question. <laughs> Mike's dick size. Um, go on. Um, yeah, I, I guess it would just kind of be why. Like, is it because I'm not doing my job as a partner? Then that should be a conversation that we have. But if it's to kind of try something new or something they didn't offer or to join us or whatever then i yeah i would maybe be open to it would you want to know the sex worker or have somebody you don't know <sighs> we're not gonna hire you god damn it 10 <laughs> percent off for friends and family discount <laughs> friends and family discount why family 10 percent off for family day <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, actually. Yeah, maybe. I, I think I would feel a little bit more comfortable if it was someone that I trusted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about just, like, going to the strip club? Are you comfortable thinking about the strip club that you're not at? I would love to take him to a strip no, club. No, oh, without me? Okay. So it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be fine with that. I would make sure he has fives. <laughs> yeah, to throw. Fives, um, <laughs> to embarrass me. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um... What if he wanted to hire girls for a PR party? Yeah, I would be fine with that. Okay, you're not there. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna be hired, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah, again, like I would definitely feel more comfortable if I knew the girls. Um, but yeah, I would be open to that. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Um, have you gone to strip clothes before? Uh, I've been a couple times, but um, yeah, like actually twice. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a couple times. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, the first time was in Kelowna, uh, and it was just with a bunch of friends, but it was, I guess, the zoo. Yeah, the zoo. The zoo. And yeah, again, it's, it's a super interesting like layout for a strip club. Like, it's not what I had pictured. Like, it's not the like, movie-style strip club, right? It's more of just a bar with a stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's it's something that I've never really, like, pursued. Like, it was never, like, my, like, oh, we need to go to the strip club kind of thing. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know. I'm always open to it. (laughs) What was the second time that you went? When was that? Where the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) I was in Vancouver. Last night. Was it in Vancouver? Yeah. Which one? Number five. Oh. Why did I think that you'd gone to a strip club? That's where I know you from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, nope, never gone to Montreal. Oh. I know that the strip clubs in Quebec have, like, really good buffets. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> really like good. Dot, dot, dot. I remember we, there was a question on the trivia that we were playing about uh, what excuse you would use to go to a strip club, like, to your girlfriend, and he was like, the buffets. <laughs> well, we learned something today, didn't yeah, we? Apparently they have very good wings. <laughs> um, have you ever hired a sex worker? I have not, no. Ah, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Calculating this. I also know some good buffets. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, would you you ever want to hire a sex worker? Uh, I I don't think so. It hasn't really crossed my mind as something that I would want to do. Not for any particular reason, like... Again, I find... We're just looking at him so... <laughs> I feel like you the biggest eyes right now. We're just, like, <laughs> staring yeah. up at you. Explain. Tell us No, I'm... Yeah, like, pretty fulfilled, like, without going into that avenue. Um, Sick. Obviously... Nice. <laughs> you paid for <it> <laughs> Obviously, there's, like... 
was a, a reason why, why people go into that, and there's nothing, like, there's no, I don't know, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Uh, Sound it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just never been something that I've, I've really had, like, interest in. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so do you have any advice for someone uh, who is dating a sex worker or thinking about dating a sex worker? Um, yeah, I think kind of what I've been harping on is kind of the open, like, honesty and, and communication. I think that's the biggest thing. And like I said, it's, it's a job. Um, so just kind of like breaking down that like stigma of of like the built-in stigma around sex work and like seeing it as a job mm-hmm. um and like just getting to know the person that's because again yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> um treat us like people yeah <laughs> it's end of the day, concept. yeah end of the day it kind of comes down to that it's just people so yeah yeah yeah, 100%. Do you think it takes a specific type of person to be able to date a sex worker? That's a leading question if I've ever heard one. <laughs> what sort of person do you think you are? <laughs> oh, this is therapy now. <laughs> How does it make you what feel? What animal are you? 100%. What's your favorite animal? I wouldn't say so. Like, to open-minded, um, like honest people, that's, that's what I can think of. I think she's like staring at you and being like, that's not the right answer. <laughs> what Riley's hoping you say is a confident, secure person. <laughs> is that what you're reading? No, I was just curious he, if he thought that there was a specific type of person. Yeah, no, I completely agree with what you just said about being mm-hmm. like an honest person because I think the minute you start, not even necessarily like a typical, like when people think about honesty, they're like lying, cheating, blah, 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 but just being honest with like your feelings. Like, you know, when things are bothering you rather than like, Sit, like letting it just sit there and like faster to actually be like hey like this kind of bothered me can we talk through it or um you know I'm not comfortable with this aspect of it or can you put your phone down for tomorrow and we will have a date night like just having that kind of honesty too is huge Good. yeah uh definitely that and even like you're like going into the relationship at the start like you have to be honest of why you're going into that relationship so if it's literally to date a sex worker, then that could, like, muddle some things as well, right? So. For sure. And if you're not honest with your feelings, I feel like that's at the point where when you get into a fight, that's the first thing that's wrong. Oh, and yeah. the person well, you're stress. a fucking sex worker anyways, you fucking whore. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Everyone else just, like... <laughs> oh, I have some big feelings. Oh, whoa. <laughs> we will undress that next episode. <laughs> Um, but I've never managed to get into a fight with Mike. Try as I might. So, Mike and you have never fought? No. I think it would build character. <laughs> It'll be next episode. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Come back and be like, so guys, huge fight. fight. Happened. Single now. <laughs> um, I'm very familiar with fighting in relationships, so I will help you out. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty much it but I want to do a throwback to those would you rather questions now because those were great let's be honest okay so the first one was what was it swim through a pool of dead bodies or shit I feel like it has to be shit and why is this because you can you can wash shit off dead bodies you have to that's that's in your mind forever now (laughs) okay (laughs) 
You're gonna see those faces forever. <laughs> oh, that's true. I got, that got dark and heavy. <laughs> I'm sorry, team. <laughs> and we're laughing. Um, nervous laughter. Um, okay, what was the other one? Would you rather have a small bird poop in your mouth uh, one day every day for one time every day for the rest of your life, or eat a tub of bird poop? Was that it? I don't remember this one. It was something like that, I think. I know. That's a tough one. Probably get it out of the way. I'd have to eat the, the tub of bird poop, right? Like, how big is this tub? A tub. That's a good question. Mm, a full tub. Yeah, do one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> That's not great. Is there an audience? Can I hide the shame? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, actually. So I feel like you're definitely going to be seen eating bird shit out of... If a small bird is dropped, like, shitting in your mouth every day. <laughs> I mean, you have my little meeting space. You do your business. <laughs> Go about your day. Um, okay, and what was the other one that we used to have? Uh, if your partner and your... Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so if... <laughs> Riley <laughs> switched bodies with your mother where Riley's mind was in your mother's body and your mother's mind was in Riley's body and you had to have sex with one of them to switch them back. <laughs> Who would you fuck? <laughs> so personal. <laughs> Sorry, what was your mother's name? <laughs> Janet. <laughs> Paint a real good picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. They have to switch back. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I can just abandon well, the situation. Like, <laughs> get rid of all. I have no friends, no family. It's to Europe. <laughs> Never heard Mike again. That's a tough one. I don't know. I'd probably have to with Riley's mind, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's what I picked. That's too. that's gotta be. That's gotta be it. <laughs> so you're gonna fuck your mom's body? I guess so. <laughs> I need to hear you say it. <laughs> yeah, you say it aloud. It so sounds great. It down. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I remember guests had said that, like, yeah, the the body one, because, like, you guys can get super drunk and, like, not remember the feelings, you know, but, like, if your mind's there, like, I don't know, it's, it's always yeah, going to be a it's yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, good, good times, I like, I like those, we should bring those back, um, okay, and then the last three questions I do ask at every, um, ending of the interviews, so one thing on your sexual bucket list that you haven't done yet, but you want to try. Um, Clearly, I wasn't hiring a sex worker. So. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I don't even know. I warned you about these questions. Yeah, you did. You I thought you were a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she doesn't want to tell me. Do you just not want to tell me? No, I just like literally. You better tell her it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to fulfill these wishes? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very adventurous. <laughs> really? What what fetishes do you have? I don't think any. What sort of porn do you not watch? That I've... Yeah, what sort of porn do you watch? Just like running mill porn. I don't know. <laughs> Just first page of porn hub. You don't have specific type of porn? Well every every porn now is like unfortunately like stepsister porn, so like you can't not watch that. Um, oh, I have more questions now about porn. This is open to gateway. Okay. Um, how often do you watch porn? Uh, maybe a couple times a week. Okay. And then is Riley home when you watch porn, or do you watch porn when she's not here? 
usually I'm just not here. Okay. And then why, so now this is me like being very interested in male sexuality. Um, why do you watch, why do you watch porn? Um, it's kind of like an urge that would happen organically kind of thing. And then she's just not here. What, yeah. And she's just not here to have sex with yeah. you? Interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's no no real thought behind it. Like, bye, have a great day. You going you gonna go to Danica's right today? Alarm set, turn on porn. Interesting. Okay. Do you watch the whole porn thing or do you like skip to like the action? Uh no, I usually just let it play and like skip around kind of thing. I wouldn't say I watch the whole thing, but I'm not like skipping to the middle right away kind of thing. Oh, I'm totally like the little <laughs> I don't really care what they talk on the couch for a while. I'd be like, how is this your first shoot? Like, you yeah. know, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what Allison's first shoot. I want to <laughs> see <laughs> the goods. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, that's all I have for that one. <laughs> <laughs> what is one thing you've tried sexually that you probably wouldn't do again? You did not help him. I, I want him. There's, there's, wow. there's not much. Like, nothing that I've, like, regretted, really. What's your favorite position? Um. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys have sex? Have <laughs> you guys ever had Wait, sex? <laughs> That's like that cuddling thing that we do. <laughs> I don't think babies are made. <laughs> What's your favorite position? Oh, that, yeah, you, when you. No, I know your favorite position. <laughs> I talked about it. You know, I talked about mine. Yeah, it was yours. Yeah. What's it's yours? also in my favorite position. But, uh, when you're like sitting on the edge of the bed and I'm kneeling over you facing you. Like girl on top, like yeah. in sitting position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a good one. It's a good angle, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we do approve. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so no answers to our questions here. <laughs> um, okay, if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Um, I don't know, everyone just needs to like calm down a little bit. The world's kind of crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like a big like, hey, everyone take a breath. Like we're, this year's been pretty tough, but we're all still here. Um, Most of us. As I say, yeah. Yeah. That's just not smart. <laughs> <laughs> Getting dark again. <laughs> everyone just needs to have like a beer and like calm down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not bad. Fair. Um, Mike is going to be anonymous, so you guys don't get to contact him. But Riley, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Vansity Riley on Instagram. Mutual. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at 50plusatip or email me at 50plusatip at gmail.com and you can sign to my DMs. Um, if you have more awkward questions to make Mike uncomfortable, you can definitely <laughs> send those to us and we'll force them on him. And uh, yeah, throw us questions, comments, anything, and we enjoy getting them. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike, and we hope it was as less painful as possible. Yeah, that was great. scary. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you leave, he's going to go have a cry. <laughs> Don't let her shake it. it. <laughs> no, but we really appreciate you coming on, so thank you, Mike. Happy to be here. Have a wonderful week and happy hoeing. Bye. <laughs>